You are listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Show, the leading word in pharmacy. You can find all of our episodes at www.pharmacypodcast.com. Today's Pharmacy Podcast Show is the summary of the 115th Annual National Community Pharmacies Association Conference. This year's theme was spot on, meet, learn, succeed. We hope you were able to join thousands of your colleagues in Orlando, October 12th through the 17th, to meet friends, learn from experts, and succeed back home with new ideas and knowledge. We consider attending the convention to be worthwhile investment to your business. We hope to see you all next year in Austin, Texas, October 18th through the 22nd. Hey, pharmacy community, this is Todd Urey, the host of the Pharmacy Podcast, and I am excited to be here at the NCPA's uh, national um, event. And we are here today with several award winners, and the first who I'd very much like to um, introduce is Ashley Ellis. How are you doing today, Ashley? I'm doing great. Thank you. So tell the listeners about uh, how long you've been in the pharmacy industry. I have been working in a pharmacy since my senior year of high school. So that's been since 2001. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. So obviously, um, you've, uh, you've seen uh, many um, changes in pharmacy. And um, we're, we're here at, the obviously, the NCPA. Um, what care setting are you really focused on right now? My practice setting um, as a faculty member at the University of Mississippi School of Pharmacy is at an independent pharmacy. It's called Thunderbirds Pharmacy in Hernando, Mississippi. Um, we are a traditional community pharmacy and we also offer MTM. We've had collaborative practice agreements with nurse practitioners and physicians and diabetes and asthma care services. We do diabetic um, foot exams. Um, shoe fittings, mastectomies, and those kinds of things. Very good. So we want to congratulate you for the uh, recognition um, to your commitment to improving medication adherence. Um, tell us about the award and why you believe you were honored. Well, I'm, I'm really excited about getting the award. There, there are a lot of people who are doing a lot of great work in this area, so I feel really honored to have gotten it. Um, a few things that I've been able to do over the past couple of years in the area of adherence last year at the University of Mississippi, we partnered with the Million Hearts Initiative and, and we did a large project that I led. Um, what we did was to train our preceptors and our PYF2 students in the Skills Lab course, which is the, the course that I direct. And um, we trained them in how to do hypertension counseling, blood pressure screenings, and to use the draw tool that was provided through the Million Hearts Initiative. And so through that, they were able to go to over 40 pharmacy sites and two weeks each and provide screenings and um, reflections back to us and really help to scale up that effort. Another thing that I've worked on with a colleague of mine, Dr. Justin Sherman, was a book that was recently published this year called Community and Clinical Pharmacy Services, a Step-by-Step Approach. And that goes through different disease states and helps pharmacists and pharmacy owners to really get into how to start their services, including marketing, business plans, and really help patients with adherence um, problems as well. well. That's incredible, and um, we're excited about the, um, the recognition of pharmacists, obviously, and, and when you're doing things like this in your community, it certainly does uh, drive the importance as well as uh, uh, how you're serving back to the community as a true healthcare provider, so we're excited to hear that. And you, 
really done a, a lot in your um, in your career. I understand, uh, as you had said, as a teenager that you were um, you know uh, in the pharmacy industry. Um, when we think about the NCPA, a National Community Pharmacists Association, um, why do you think it's important for a pharmacist to attend um, the, the NCPA convention? I think it's really important for all pharmacists to be involved in national organizations as well as state organizations because, number one, they can get out of their practice setting and network with other practitioners and see what people are doing in, in other areas to really make their services and their pharmacy as innovative as possible. And number two, because our organizations are, are our voice in legislative processes, grassroots efforts, and those kinds of things. And as a profession, we really do need to push forward and get closer to that provider status. And that's the way we're gonna do that, by working together and not all as um, one person over here or there speaking out to our legislators. Once again, congratulations and thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much. Being on the show. Hey, we're here at the NCPA 2013 and we're excited to have a champion in independent pharmacy, uh, Mr. Steve Adkins. How are you doing today, Steve? Doing great, thank you. Hey, so we, um, we uh, just got out of uh, a general session and got to see you accept an award. Um, this is reflecting the improving medication adherence. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, why you feel that you were chosen for this award and um, a little bit about your background. Sure. Thanks for having me. Um, we have about 1,200 patients that are synchronized in our patient education and adherence program. Uh, we use a long-term care pharmacy platform to manage those patients and uh, have just focused on that specifically since about 2006, 2007. So different patients funnel in and out of the hospital system needlessly and felt that pharmacy was going down the wrong path with using IVR technologies to enable patients to manage their own health when we are the healthcare providers and we should be a major part of managing health for others. So uh, you um, are the owner of Health Park Pharmacy in Raleigh, North Carolina and um, you've been part of that community um, as a pharmacy owner since when? Has it been 2001? Uh, I started as a pharmacist in 2001 and began as an owner in 2006. Very good. And um, what do you think sets the difference, sets apart an independent pharmacy owner from uh, some of the national chains? Somebody actually asked me that same question at NCPEP about what truly is a community pharmacist. And I think that there are community pharmacists at the chain level and at the independent level separates us apart is the ability to work outside the framework of our setting. So we have a lot more flexibility in independently owned pharmacies to seize an opportunity and react quicker uh, versus having to go all the way up the chain and, and make numerous requests to change things. So we're able to meet the needs of our patients on the fly. So in 2007, uh, Steve, you implemented something called Simplify My Meds. Um, and it's uh, part of NCPA's medication synchronization program. Um, we are excited to hear that obviously mentioned. Um, what other things do you look to, um, to kind of get when you come to the NCPA conventions? I think the main things are networking, education, re-energizing, and just refocusing uh, me as a leader of our organization. Um, there's so many different opportunities here to do each of those and 
not a Mickey Mouse. That's right. The recharge would be easy. <laughs> the recharge is much easier when you're in the midst of uh, Walt Disney World. That's very correct. So thank you so much for um, being on the show. And Steve, we wanted to congratulate you once again um, for receiving the award today. Hey, so we're uh, here pretty excited about this next uh, interview. Um, Mr. Ed Horton has been named the 2013 NCPA Willard B. Simmons Independent Pharmacist of the Year. Um, hello, Ed. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Hey, I just want to say, first of all, congratulations. What an incredible award to, to receive and be recognized uh, as your peer, from your peers and from the NCPA. Uh, you are the owner of Tanglewood Pharmacy and Medical Supplies in Stephenville, Texas. Uh, tell us about how you got in, into pharmacy uh, from the very beginning. Well, to start out with, I'd like to say that this award is the pinnacle of my career. I, I'm, I was always impressed with people that won it, and I can't believe I'm one of those. No. But I started out, uh, I got out of pharmacy school in 1974 at University of Houston. I owned, bought a little pharmacy in East Texas in April 1st of 75 is when I took it over. And uh, practiced pharmacy there for about 13 years and 14 or something like that. And decided I really wanted to move back west where uh, I'm from. So I moved to Stephenville, which is near my hometown of Heiko, and opened uh, a pharmacy in 1986 there. And uh, so been there ever since. Traditional taking care of patients, uh, pharmacy to compounding to hormone replacement therapy, long term care, IV, hospice care, uh, and uh, I do also a lot of uh, huge outpatient mental retarded facilities. And we, we, we do truly medication therapy management for them because we're very interested in keeping the cost down, but also uh, depend on us to review their therapy regimens so that the most, most cost effective. Yeah, I heard a comment Ed mentioned while you're up receiving the award, which is, you know, you were doing medication therapy management before it really even became the term medication therapy management. And it's just interesting how um, community pharmacists and privately owned pharmacies that, um, that really kind of pride themselves in being that community touch, that community healthcare provider, um, you know, it seems to be a, a common thread in uh, pharmacists uh, that kind of stand out in our industry. So I wanted to uh, find out what, what, do you, what do you find most interesting or why do you like coming to the NCPA conventions? Well, I guess it's kind of the theme of what this year is, meet, learn, and succeed. I, as the person before me mentioned that, you know, likes to network. I, I think that's I love to do that, and I also love to network with the students. I've always kind of made it a point to get to know the students, especially from the different schools. And, and it's, it's always fun because those that come back, they're always looking for me, and they, come, they start coming up to see me, or, or other students that have been here says, well, my classmate said, we need to find you, talk to you. So, <laughs> you know, that, and, and I hope I leave them uh, excited about pharmacy is, is a big part of it. And, and, and again, networking and learning and, you pick up ideas uh, that you can go try uh, at your pharmacy from other people that have maybe tried them, uh, or you learn different ways to do things. You've also been a leader uh, in your state organization um, 
tell us uh, what you um, what you hope to see happen in the uh, in the state of Texas for independent pharmacy uh, owners um, that's uh, challenging right now with regards to some of the changes in laws and things that are uh, obviously politically involved. Well, we of course. Uh Better reimbursement is always an issue on the state and the national level. We will continue to try to uh, get that to be better. I think therapeutic substitution is something that we're going to be working on in the state. And I think the time is right now because with the inundation of all the uh, uh, prior authorizations physicians have to deal with, I think if we pattern something after the Arkansas law, I think, I think that would be a real help to the patient, the doctor, and the pharmacist uh, and a step forward in our, in our practice. You know, the time is now, as the, as the lady said. So we need to, we are underutilized and we need to step up and, and I think that's a lot of legislative agenda. The other thing that we're dealing with now is with our state board is uh, the technician to pharmacist ratio. The, unfortunately, the change, I think, are pushing for that for obvious reasons. But I, I truly believe that it would water down the quality of care that we could provide in, in, for pharmacy for our patients because they're not technicians or not pharmacists and there's only so much you can check at a time. Okay. So we're dealing with that issue right now. Well, Ed, um, I wanted to say once again, congratulations and thank you so much for, uh, for being on the show. Well, you're welcome and I truly feel recharged again when I go home as I always do for conventions. And I think that's the number one reason to come. pharmacy community here at the National Community Pharmacists Association 2013. We are super excited to have Mr. Mike James, who's the owner of two pharmacies in Raleigh, North Carolina. So tell us about this award and why you feel that you um, were awarded it. I think uh, the John W. Argyle Medal is a, an ex extremely important award as far as I'm concerned. The history of the gentleman this was named after is iconic. Uh, he was really NARD, as, as we remember years ago, uh, this organization being, uh, ran this organization for almost 30 years and did a tremendous job and was very responsible for growing this organization and certainly making it what it is today. So I feel like it's an honor to receive this. Very good. And tell us, um, there's other uh, organizations that you've been uh, personally involved in, um, and they kind of seem to weave together, um, which all comes back to the advocacy of what is community pharmacy and the support of community pharmacy, and obviously NCPA playing a, a major role in that. Um, kind of expand for the listeners a little bit about your background. Uh, my background, uh, first of all, is really independent community pharmacy. Uh, obviously, that was my love. Uh, that's why I went to Sanford University and got a degree, and, and as I, began to practice pharmacy more, I got much more involved in what I refer to as the politics of pharmacy, uh, which uh, certainly NCPA is highly involved in and does a great job with. Uh, we look at pharmacy uh, as from the professional side, but we also have to look at pharmacy from what happens uh, on the governmental side because so many things over the years have grown to affect our practice. Uh, if we look at prescriptions filled today, uh, about 95% of all the prescriptions we fill today are, are paid for by some third-party program, and, and certainly a lot of that is governmental, whether it be state or federal programs. And so it's important that we look at those programs and the legislation that's trying to be passed both at the state level and the national level 
that affects the practice of pharmacy and certainly the care of the patient. I think we're very much interested in the fact that a lot of things that are being looked at, uh, particularly on some state levels today, uh, have a direct impact on the patient. And uh, we as pharmacists are there to take care of those patients, and this is one of those ways we have to do that. Well, Mike, I thank you so much for um, your efforts, um, and once again, congratulations on your award. Thank you very much. Hey, we're here with Janet Kusler, and she was honored as the 2013 NCPA National Preceptor of the Year. Congratulations, Janet. Thank you very much. So tell us a little bit about yourself. We know that you're a pharmacy owner, which we're obviously uh, pretty excited about that just in general. Um, so give us some background on your pharmacy um, and what you're passionate about as a pharmacist. Well, we have a pharmacy that uh, my dad opened in 1967. Uh, he closed that in uh, 1995 for his retirement and my partner and I reopened it from scratch in 1999 and we've been going strong ever since. We have a big compounding department and we just opened a, a closed door long-term care pharmacy. Uh, we have students all the time. We have students doing rotations and we also employ uh, first year, second year and third year uh, pharmacy interns. So it sounds like you're in three care settings, um, obviously community, compounding, and now long-term care. Right, that's right. How many lives are you caring for uh, with your long-term care pharmacy? Well, we're, we're fairly small at the moment. We're about uh, 200, uh, but we'd like to grow. And I'm working, uh, my, my partner uh, in that is a technician who's worked with us for about 10 years. And hopefully at some point, in the not too distant future, we'll transition that for him to be an owner. Well, that's exciting. So uh, you received this award, which is definitely an honor, a National Preceptor of the Year. Um, why do you think you were chosen for this award, Janet? Well, students are kind of a passion of ours. Uh, I'm there, and our compounding manager, Don Ibsen, is also um, a good teacher. And we just have made a commitment that uh, getting more students uh, kind of in our thought process, thinking about community pharmacy, really thinking about the importance of the community part of community pharmacy. And we just, we get a lot of energy back from our students, so it helps us come up with new ideas and start new programs. And it's just a, a great um, addition to the innovation piece of being a community pharmacy owners, to have students there helping us. So you've been involved with um, other organizations. I understand you're also part of the Washington uh, State Pharmacists Association, and obviously you're part of the NCPA. So what do you think is most important um, uh, when you come to the NCPA uh, conventions? What's uh, most interesting and most important to you? Well, I think getting a piece of everything, the thing about coming to a national convention is you, you never know which seminar is going to give you that one pearl that you can take home and implement into your store. There's always, I always come home with dozens of ideas, but when I find the one, there's one thing, and it's sometimes expected, sometimes unexpected, uh, and you can implement that and it can change the way you practice. And so I, I like to usually go to the business seminars, but some clinical things too where you just don't know which piece is going to become part of your everyday life. 
Well, Gina, thank you so much for being on the Pharmacy Podcast. And once again, congratulations. Thank you very much. We are here with Mr. Phil LaFoy, and he has been awarded the NCPA's Prescription Drug Safety Award. Congratulations, Phil. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thank you. So you are the owner and president of Tennessee's Blunt Discount Pharmacy, um, and you've been a pharmacy owner for how long? About 11 years I've been an owner. Okay. And um, what do you think uh, the reason was behind being chosen as Prescription Drug Safety Award winner? Um, what's your uh, background and what are you passionate about as a pharmacy owner? Well, probably this award, which is much undeserved, um, came um, as a result of my work using a, a tool um, that was put together by Ohio State University and Cardinal Health. Uh, the program's called Generation RX. We're seeing it used a lot in our um, pharmacy schools today. It's just a great tool to take out into the community uh, to uh, address not only drug abuse, but drug misuse. So we talk about drug safety. We talk about the mishandling, the proper handling of medication. And to our, to our adult population, especially our older population, which asks, well, what can I do? Just to demonstrate proper med medication handling, um, proper medication taking to those around them. And, and that, that's a huge help. They can make a, um, a, a huge impact in, in how medication is handled in our communities. So um, you have four uh, independent community pharmacies, um, and they're all located in, in Tennessee. Is that correct? That's correct. We're, we're in um, Maryville and Alcoa, just south of Knoxville. Uh, Maryville and Alcoa sit very close together, and, um, and we, have, we have two stores that are, that are freestanding. We have one in the professional building at Blum Moral Hospital, and we have a closed-door um, LTC specialty operation. Okay, very good. So how many lives are you caring for in your closed-door long-term care pharmacy? Uh, right now, between 350 and 400. And uh, what kind of support and education are you giving to the facilities that you service, those patients that you service from a drug safety perspective? I understand you use a specific packaging system or something? Uh, we use the Medicine on Time packaging system. Um, that's become very popular especially with the nurses, uh, they, they really appreciate the, the, the detail that we have with the medicine on time, the simplicity, because it is color-coded. That, that's, that's our primary product that we use. It's, um, it's very specific to the time of day that medication should be taken. Uh, a person that can't read can actually utilize that program and, and, and be compliant with their medication usage. I think that in itself uh, fills an aspect of safety. It, oh, truly it is. Truly it is. And we look at, through our compliance program, our, our technicians that are involved in our compliance program, they identify people who are candidates for that product, and we, and we recommend it to those that are struggling with, with keeping up with their medications. And we see just from, from refill rates and, and the amount of medications they have left over from fill to fill, that um, there is a compliance issue and they need a, a tool like that. Um, a lot of our older adults, it, it's very important to them to maintain their independence as long as possible. And this is a great tool to help them to maintain their independence and, and manage that piece of their life for a little longer. 
So why do you think it's important to be involved with the National Community Pharmacists Association? The NCPA is the voice of community pharmacy. We see just from the past weeks what their activity can do as we've had legislation introduced uh, affecting compounding. We, we have to have a voice and we have to, to break down the barriers between, I use a different wholesaler, I'm a, diff I'm a part of a different buying group. Uh, I have four stores, you have one store. We have to break down those barriers and have a common voice and that's one thing that NCPA, I believe, does for us. I think I completely agree with you. Um, once again, uh, Phil, I want to congratulate you, um, and um, we're excited to uh, stay in touch, and thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Hey, so I'm pretty excited about the next guest here on the Pharmacy Podcast Show. We are at the 115th Annual Convention, the National Community Pharmacists Association, and I'd like to welcome back, and it's a pleasure to welcome back to the show, Mr. Donnie Calhoun, the president of the National Pharmacists Association. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. You're very welcome. So what a powerful um, general session today. Um, really appreciated the words that you had to say, and obviously of um, our um, former president, um, Mr. President Bill Clinton, who's incredible. Uh, this has probably been the most exciting um, NCPA convention I've, I've been to, and I've been to seven now, uh, which means I'm getting old. So uh, um, give, us a, give us a summary of, uh, of, of this year's convention. Thanks, Todd. I appreciate that. And, and for those of you that may not have had a chance to attend our 115th annual convention, what a show. I mean, we're in Orlando, Florida. The weather has been fantastic. And, of course, we're right in the middle of you know, the imagination kingdom of the world. You have, you know, Disney World here with all of its different parks. And, of course, uh, you, you have Universal Studios. And, and my kids came this year. And I, I've noticed, I don't know if you have or not, Tom, there's a lot of families here. So a lot of pharmacists have brought their families. So while mom and dad are out getting their CE at all of our great educational programming, the kids are out, you know, enjoying some of the great activities that are down here in Orlando. So I'd like to uh, just make a few comments about the the meeting. Uh, it's been fantastic. We've had a great turnout. We've had over 3,000 attendees uh, that have been here and uh, registered. We actually had uh, ran out of rooms at uh, the convention hotel and they had to, we had to help them find rooms other, other places. So that was great. But it seems to me walking through the exhibit hall and walking through the hotel, there's just a level of excitement that we've seen you know, um, with not only the convention, but what's going on right now in pharmacy with all the opportunities that are coming down the pipe in the affordable health care model. And some of the things that, that we've seen pharmacists become involved in. And to give you uh, a perfect example of that, we had several award winners. Uh, we had uh, I.R. Patel uh, won the uh, NARD Ownership Award by the NCPA Foundation. And I heard in um, uh, when they were bringing IR up on stage, that he actually had 16 pharmacy students in his pharmacy. And he got them there. He says, I want to buy you guys dinner. So when the students came, not only did he have dinner set up in the pharmacy, that he showed them around the pharmacy and talked to them what it meant to own a pharmacy. So he showed them the out front, and then he showed them around back, and then they had dinner, and they discussed 
you know, the topics that he had discussed in his tour. I think that's the kind of entrepreneurial spirit that has made, you know, independent community pharmacy strong today. And uh, I do appreciate IR and all he's done for independent community pharmacy. So also today, I'd like to congratulate Mike James from North Carolina. He was awarded the John W. Dargavel Medal by the NCPA Foundation for his work in advocacy. You know, Mike has been a friend for a long time. He owns two pharmacists, and I served with him on a couple of boards. And, you know, Mike has always worked really, really hard for independent community pharmacy, and he's been involved um, in advocacy for a long, long time. And actually, he graduated from my alma mater. And I say that, I, I'm a graduate of Sanford University, and uh, I say that because not only did Mike win an award, I had another alumnus of my alma mater from Sanford, Phil LaFoy. So Phil LaFoy is from Tennessee, uh, Blunt Discount Pharmacy, and Phil won the 2013 NCPA Prescription Drug Safety Award. And for those of you that may not know, our featured guest speaker this year was President Bill Clinton. What a great speaker. He's fantastic. And one of the things he talked about in his uh, presentation, his speech this morning, was the fact that he has experienced firsthand the tragedy of drug overdose. He, he talked about two people that he's very close with, that their children died from an improper mix of alcohol and a powerful narcotic. So Phil is working in his hometown. He's working with... Um, I believe the uh, local police department, and uh, he's also working with the National Guard to do education to help teach kids in his community about the dangers of mixing prescription drugs and alcohol and the abuse of those products. So Phil's doing a great job out there, and I know there are others of you out there that's doing that, and I wanna thank you, because you know we're doing our job as professionals, but we're also helping to save lots and lots of lives. The last thing I'd like to do is I want to congratulate Janet Cussler. She was the 2013 NCPA National Preceptor of the Year. So she's actually in Washington. She's the owner of Cussler's Pharmacy and Matrix Long-Term Care Pharmacy in Sonomish, Washington. And uh, so we named her our National Preceptor of the Year. She gives back to her community and her alma mater, and she does so much to help kids uh, that come through on rotation, learn about what it takes to be an independent community pharmacy owner. So congratulations to her. This morning, Todd, was great. You know, uh, I actually spoke after President Clinton, so I was a little nervous. I thought, you know, once I get up there, I walk out on stage, you know, the room's either going to be packed, overflowing, people standing up, you know, and that was going to make me really nervous. Or after President Clinton spoke, I was afraid half the audience was going to get up and leave, right? <laughs> but you know, they were so gracious to me, and I really do appreciate everyone in the audience that was out there today. And I think that, you know, what we're trying to, to, to tell everyone is the things that NCPA does to help the practice of community pharmacy to empower us as professionals, not only to, to be able to take care of our patients, but also you know, how we can learn to be more profitable and how we can be successful and how we can thrive. So that's really what the message has been, I believe, here in this entire convention, is how can we as independent community pharmacies go out there and thrive and be successful and help our patients and grow our businesses and, and be able to do the services that our forefathers did who practiced pharmacy way back when. You know, and it, you've got to be able to be successful in order to be able to provide those things to your communities. So also I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about some of the other uh, awards that we're giving 
uh, at our meeting this year. We had the Mark 2000, uh, excuse me, the NCPA Corporate Recognition Award. I kind of gave it away. Um, it was given to Mark for what they've done this year in helping, um, I guess, the world with their vaccine programs and also in the Pharmacists Advancing Medication Adherence Program initiative that uh, NCPA started several years ago. Um, I think they do a great job with their vaccination programs and helping independent pharmacists get out and help provide immunizations to our communities. Also, we have Steve Atkins and Ashley Ellis. You know, they were honored for their commitment to improving medication adherence. We have a new program called Simplify My Meds that helps pharmacists learn to you know, fill prescriptions using an adherence management program so that patients can be more compliant on their, on their medications. So what they've done is they've actually enrolled over a thousand patients into their program. So what does that mean? So what it means is you do most of your refills two or three days a month. That gives you 27 days a month to be able to go out and do immunization programs, talk to doctors about other things that you do, or go out and talk to patients about the dangers of prescription drugs and alcohol. So it frees your time up so that you can actually work on your business instead of working in your business. So I think it's great that they're doing that. And um, I'd also like to congratulate, really, really congratulate, the Willard B. Simmons Independent Pharmacist of the Year. This is a guy that many of you that are hearing the podcast may know. Great man from Texas, Mr. Ed Horton. He owns Tanglewood Pharmacy and Medical Supplies in Stevensville, Texas. I want to tell you, I met Ed a long, long time ago. You'll never meet a friendlier guy, and you can always see him at our meetings and some of the other national meetings wearing a 10-gallon Texas Stetson. So if you see a big guy with a big Texas Stetson, you can just about guarantee that's Mr. Ed Horton. So I want to say congratulations to Ed. That's a very, very big honor, and it's very deserving for a great guy. And lastly, I'd like to talk about, I think, the most important part of our entire meeting, and that is the student programming. So this year, we had a huge attendance of students from all over the country. We um, honored a lot of those at our um, foundation awards uh, program yesterday afternoon. And so I'd like to congratulate the NCPA Student Chapter of the Year once again from the great state of Texas, the University of Texas at Austin, and also the most improved chapter for 2013, Palm Beach Atlantic University School of Pharmacy. And we also do a couple of other programs to try and show students how pharmacists make an impact in their communities. So we have a health and wellness challenge, and the University of Texas at Austin won that award and once again, two years in a row, the NCPA Legislative Advocacy Challenge, which helps teach students how important it is for pharmacists to be involved in politics, that award went to Ohio Northern University two years in a row. Um, Dee Dee Myers, the, the, the faculty uh, liaison for the NCPA student chapter there, does a great, great job. She's on faculty at that university, and Dee Dee really imparts to those students how important it is to be involved in the legislative process. So my congratulations go out to all those award winners and all the individual scholarships that were given. One of the main purposes of the NCPA Foundation is to award scholarships to deserving students who may express an, an interest in a career in owning a pharmacy one day. So that's just some of the programming highlights. 
I haven't talked to any about continuing education programs. There are so many hours of continuing education that we had here. And you could find any types of programming from the Simplify My Meds programming to overhauling your front end by Gabe Trahan. Uh, during the student programming, um, we had like 2,000 people to attend the business plan competition, which, by the way, was a great, great competition. The, uh, we had three schools that vied for the championship. Um, so we had Arkansas, uh, the University of Arkansas, the University of Oklahoma, and the University of the Pacific. It was, I, I think this had to be the closest competition ever. And the business plan is where these students actually create a business plan on either opening a pharmacy or buying a pharmacy. And they have to present it to a panel of bankers, uh, accountants, uh, pharmacists, and they have to convince them, kind of like Shark Tank, where you have to convince them to give you the money. So they, these kids did a live presentation, and I'm happy to say that the University of Oklahoma came in first, pl first place. So congratulations to the University of Oklahoma students. You guys did a fantastic job. And congratulations to all the students out there this year that submitted a business plan. Since 2006, we've had over 315 business plans submitted. So we're hoping that we're going to continue to increase that number year after year. Some great plans. Todd, you might even look at some of those about opening your own store. <laughs> How about great. that? So, uh, so, you know, I've just touched on a few things. I mean, the, the meeting has so much to offer. And, I, and if you go through the exhibit hall, you don't want to leave. Uh, there are so many great vendors down there with products and services that are offered to help you practice pharmacy better, to help you come up with new innovative ways to, to make money. Uh, some of the things I've seen down there have really blown blow me away. Um, I, I hate to go into detail about any of them because I, I don't want to leave anybody out, but, <laughs> but I'll tell you, if you ever get a chance to come to one of the NCPA conventions, it's going to be worth every dime you spend because you're going to take back so many new ideas, so many ways to make more money than you spend. It's, it's worth every dime. And you ask anybody that comes, not just me, you ask anybody that you know that's been here if it was worth it. I, I've had people approach me in the hallways and say, this is the best one you guys have had. So I will put one more plug in if it's okay with you. Um, our next convention next year, for those of you that might want to come to learn about new ways to make some money in your pharmacy or find new products and services that you can offer, or if you just need some continuing education, next year the convention is going to be in Austin, Texas. So hopefully some of you guys out there will be able to attend. I do invite you, and I hope I'll see you soon. Thank you, Todd. Donnie, we wanted to thank you um, for your service for the NCPA and for community pharmacy overall. And I also want to give an applause and, and say thank you to the NCPA. The staff has been absolutely incredible. It's like a well-oiled machine. Um, the, uh, the press, the communications, the social media uh, team, which of course I'm sweet on, um, just everybody just clicked this year. It's just, it's just been smooth. So I want to applaud the uh, entire Thank NCPA you. team too. I, I, and I echo exactly what you said. I think our team is, is one of the best in the entire country. They work hard. You, you never see them. I mean, right. you know, it, it's just like you come, it's like everything's just smooth, everything's working. And you don't see our folks, and so I always like to shout out to them and thank them for the hard work that they do for, for all of our members. I mean, I could be selfish and say, hey, thanks for all the work you did for me to make me look good. Right. You know, but really and truly, it's the things they do for our members that no one ever knows about. They you do look a great good. job. You look good all on your own. Though. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Pharmacy Podcast Show, and 
Uh, to all the listeners out there, please uh, support the NCPA.